Ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to be looking at the book of Galatians and our goal today is simply to see the word crucified as it appears in the book of Galatians. There's about four references where this word clearly appears. What does Paul mean when he uses the word crucified in the book of Galatians? And so starting off with Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24, it says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires what does he mean have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires a, va- a couple of verses will help us through this and uh, the other verse that is going to be very very helpful is uh, galatians chapter 3 verse 1 verse 1 says all oh, foolish galatians all oh, foolish galatians who has bewitched you it was before your own eyes it was before your eyes that jesus christ was publicly what crucified was publicly crucified what what is paul talking about here now you have to understand that when it came to the galatians they were confused about whether they should be circumcised as believers they're wondering is circumcision necessary am i really a believer if i'm not circumcised they're trying to mix the old testament jewish uh, practices with the gospel and paul is simply saying at this point you're foolish You're acting like you are bewitched because Christ was crucified. So this should make a difference in your life. This should make a difference in your life. These are very, very strong words. Foolish is very strong. Being bewitched is very strong. And all of this is in trying to argue whether or not there are some other actions I can add to the gospel for it to fully have its power in me. And Paul is saying, It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly crucified. In other words, his crucifixion must have made a difference in your own lives. You should have been able to see it. That is being foolish. It's acting as if you are bewitched. Now, going back to Galatians 5, 24. Again, talking about us crucifying the flesh. Paul is saying, and those who belong to Christ, who are those? Who are those? And I think here he's referring to the Christians because they belong to Christ. The Christians who belong to Christ. Jesus. They've crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. What is he referring to as the flesh? What is he referring to as passions? What is he referring to as desires? All of these things should mean almost the same thing. Flesh with its passions and desires. I'm not going to get to this. We're going to get to this. But one other verse that for me, I believe is also very, very key, is Galatians 2.20. It's another very important verse for many people. It's a life verse for me as an individual, and I know many other Christians who refer to Galatians 2.20 as a very critical verse in their lives. What does Galatians 2.20 say? It says, I've been crucified. Once again, the word comes up. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh I live by what? I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. One other time, the word comes up, crucified. Now, unlike chapter 5, verse 24, where it says, And those who belong to Christ, those, those who belong to Christ, Jesus have crucified the flesh. In Galatians 2.20, he's saying, I have been crucified. This sounds a bit a bit passive. Someone else is doing the crucifying and it's not Paul. And I believe it's Christ Jesus. Why? Because it's saying it's no longer I who live, 
but Christ lives in me. So Christ who is alive in me has done what? Has crucified me. I have been crucified. Now I believe the I he's referring to here, yes, as Paul, is this old nature that has its passions, flesh, and desires has been crucified with Christ. And he's saying, it's no longer I. It's no longer this me here, the old self. I belong to Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by what? I live by faith. Now, what does he mean by in the flesh? At first glance, it may look like Paul again is living in the flesh in terms of the old desires. But the flesh that is being used here is not the flesh as described in chapter 5, verse 24. This flesh here is different. What Paul is simply trying to say here is, the life I now live in the flesh, and the flesh here, Paul is simply saying, I am alive in the body. I'm alive in the body. As, as, as I'm alive in the body, the life I'm living now in the body, I live by faith. And so I want us to understand that the flesh being used here is different from the flesh as described in chapter 5, verse 24. This is a different flesh from this. There are two different words as used here. Let's not get confused about that. He says, And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Let's look at one other verse. In chapter 6, verse 14, he says, But God forbid that I should do what? That I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Now, this verse is interesting because I think it's picking up from chapter 2, verse 20. You realize that in Galatians 5.24, who is doing the crucifying? One more time. And those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified. The believer here is doing the crucifying. We come to Galatians 2.20 here, and we are saying, who is doing the crucifying? I have been crucified. Christ is doing the crucifying. I believe that these two verses are bring out a picture. The same way Paul once said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. He attributes both personal responsibility. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and Christ and giving strength. Why? Because personal responsibility and the work of Christ both are bringing the same result. We still see the same picture here. Personal responsibility in Galatians 2, 24 and those who belong to Christ have crucified but also Galatians 2, 20 Christ doing the work. It is both a personal responsibility and also a work of Christ Jesus in our lives and also a work of Christ Jesus in our lives that is why Galatians 6 14 is very very key because it's saying God forbid that I Paul as an individual should what should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ why because the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ is very key in our lives. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ is very key in our lives in the sense that it is through Christ on the cross that the world here is being crucified to me. That the world here is getting is being get rid of because of the work that Christ has done on the cross. And therefore, I should not boast. God forbid that I should boast except in the cross. That we should be grateful for the cross. Passion Week should be reflected every day of our lives. We cannot forget that Christ was crucified. This is very important for us to remember the work that was done 
on the cross for us. But also this verse is very difficult to understand. Why? Because when you come down to the bottom here, by whom the world has been crucified to me. What does it mean when the, Paul says the world has been crucified to me? Then he echoes it again and says, and I to the world. He's more like saying the world has been crucified to me and vice versa, and I to the world. But what does that mean? Now, I was thinking about this earlier on, and I'm thinking this sounds like a really bad breakup where Paul is saying to the world, forget I exist. He's simply saying, you're dead to me. I do not think you're alive. You're dead to me and forget that I exist. It's like a bad divorce. He's saying, when you ask Paul, where is the world? Paul will tell you the world is dead to me. The world died. But if you ask the world, where is Paul? The world too will reply, Paul died. In other words, we don't exist in each other's lives. We are done. We are done. The world is crucified to me and I to the world. This is key because at one point Paul is saying, I was a Pharisee among Pharisees, but all this knowledge that he has had, he counts but what? But loss. So the world looked up to Paul, but now because he's in Christ, the world considers him what? Useless. I'm dead to the world. The world has been crucified to me and I to the world. We do not know each other anymore. Now, one could really struggle to try and pick a meaning of crucified in the flesh from the book of Galatians. But it's interesting that when you go to Romans chapter 6, verse 6, it makes everything very, very clear. In fact, someone can actually argue, and rightly so, that you would not want to try and find a meaning or to teach on the flesh being crucified from the book of Galatians. The easiest part to go to is Romans 6. Why? Because Romans 6 seems to be a commentary to what all of this means. Ladies and gentlemen, that was only part one. Tune in for part two as we continue to explore the meaning of the word crucified as used in Romans chapter six. We shall then conclude with a full picture of what all this means for you and I. Hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.